Hey, hey, what's poppin' everybody? I'm back. It's Friday. What's wrong with sports? It's the podcast. And yo, I got a heavy heart today. Not really feeling it. What's going on? What's wrong with this world? What's wrong with sports, man? What's wrong with this world? It's crazy, man. You know? But I want to talk about sports. I want to get my mind off of it right now. It's Friday. I should be happy. I know. You know, it's been a long week for everybody. You know how they say, finish strong? Not me. <laughs> it was hard enough making it through the week. I like coasting into the weekend. Let's put it on cruise control. I remember working for the man. Man, <laughs> I just start trembling just thinking about it. Friday comes and it's like we he gives us extra work. And it's like we're thinking about going home. And he's making our bus work harder. Now, all that finished strong stuff, yeah, that's that's the sports. That, that's coach speak. That's for playing football. That's not for nine to five working. Let's coast into the weekend. By the way, I'm Andre Johnson. I'm your host. This is my podcast. And I'm going to say whatever I want to say. So if you came here looking for sports scores or the latest rumors going around or However, Tom Brady mismanaged some kind of game where you came to the wrong place. I want to talk about stuff that I want to talk about, stuff that I think is actually important in the sports world. And I don't want to get caught up in this whole rat race and this whole mainstream uh, spin of the tape, as we shall say. Nah, I'm doing me. This is what's wrong with sports. What's wrong with the freaking San Diego Padres? <laughs> the LA Dodgers, my boys, showed the Padres the door last night. That's how you close out a series. That's how you show the whole league that you're ready for another World Series run. That's a strong message. You close them out, you shut them down, and you send them home. Jeez. I had fun last night, I'm telling you. Last night, like I said, I'm coasting into the weekend. I had my I had my game going. I had some good party favors going on around. Chick texts me, wanted to come over. Yeah, let's do it. We're hanging out all night. I think I was up to like what 6 a.m. Yeah, just having a ball, having a blast. Just love watching everything I say just come to light. You guys probably don't even, I don't know if you guys are listening to me out there, but I'm actually starting to make sense if you just listen. Next up for the Dodgers, their next opponent will be the Atlanta Braves. I am psyched. I am fired up and ready for this one. I can remember being a kid watching the Dodgers and the Braves go at it. And man, you could just feel the intensity in the stadium. I didn't know what it was at a kid, as a kid, but I felt it and I knew it was big and I loved it. And this rivalry right here, to the spoils go to Victor. This is a historic rivalry, one that the Braves love to beat the Dodgers and the Dodgers love sitting the Braves back to the reservation. Can't wait to get this one started. Shouldn't be too long. Should be here soon. 
like I said, if you want scores and all that stuff, I'm sure if you're watching my podcast, you have access to a computer. Therefore, no need for me to sound redundant. I'm sure you know what the score is, what the time is. Google that stuff. Oh, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. NFL football. Last night. Thursday night ball. Yeah, I think I remember saying, stay away from this one. The Bears beat the Bucks. Can you believe it? 20 to 19. Everybody and their moms was on the Bucks last night. It looked like easy money. I told you it wasn't easy. I told you Vegas does not just give away money. You might want to start listening to me sometimes. Like I said, I don't make predictions, but I will do. I'll tell you when you're wrong. I'll tell you if you're wrong. Why don't you go make the predictions and I'll tell you if you're wrong or not. But hey, I like to get inside the heads, get inside the numbers, and let's just see what we're actually looking at. I'm trying to paint a picture here for you guys. I'm just waiting for you guys to open your eyes and see it. Yeah. But hey, that game last night, Bears, Bucks, just a slobber knocker right there. Just a a tight-fisted, clutch game. And I can't believe that was practice. I mean, we're talking about practice. You do know that, right? Yeah, practice. Not the game that we love to see and watch on TV. No, practice. Because there's no fans in the stands. That's right. It's a big difference. Huge difference, okay? I played ball before. Yeah, I strapped up. I put the pads on. I laid the hat. And I've seen plenty of practice guides. I've seen guys who look all world in practice. But come game time, where are they at? It's a totally different level that we're seeing out there. And this is just practice. Sorry to break it to you guys. But, hey, I'm still loving it. I'm still enjoying it. They need to do something. They're getting paid. Put them out there. But, hey, good hit by Fuller, number 29 for Chicago. Man, the Bears laid a hat last night. Fuller came with it. And it was all legal, too. Number 29, you get the respect. That's player of the game last night in my book. Way to go. Abel Foles threw some nice dimes last night. Foles is throwing some pretty balls out there last night. I mean, where was this guy the whole season? What, he saw Tom Brady and thought it was a Super Bowl all over again? Because that guy last night, that quarterback for the Bears last night, I don't know who that was. But thank God, thank God he showed up. Some of the nicest passes I've seen all year by Foles last night. And it was clutch and there was pressure. He had to do it. He had to deliver. That wasn't easy. And he made it look pretty. You know who else looked pretty? Tom Brady dancing around in the pocket. Did you see that? I did. The old man still got a couple moves in him. Danced around a little bit, shook the spot, and dropped a nice dot right on him. Loving it. Love watching the game. I was getting smashed, too. Loved it last night. Man, that was fun. So at the same time the Bears and the Bucks are playing, we had a college football game. 
I'll get to that later. But hey, football's back. And I told you, that game wasn't easy. Okay, it was a three and a half point spread. The Bucks were favored and they looked great and they lost the game by a point. I was reviewing this game for like two days. And I remember saying that the home team usually wins this matchup. And that's what happened. Now, I was wrong about a couple of things. I did say I could see the Bucks putting up 38, and they only put up 19. You know, so I'll take that. I did say Tom Brady would throw an interception. And I think he did. Or was I too wasted to notice? I noticed. Ah. Foles, great job. Great job by the Bears. Much respect. Chicago, stand up. Hey, what's wrong with Tulane? What was that? You call that defense? I mean, they've been giving it up, but dang. <laughs> they not only gave it up, they sucked off the whole squad. Jeez. Talk about points. It was 49 to 31 by the time that thing ended. Tulane and Houston. Yeah. And Houston came to play. And I thought it would be a high-scoring game. Looking at the numbers, both teams could pass. Neither one's playing defense. And that's what happened. Tulane came out swinging. Start the game. 14-0. There was a fumble recovery. Took it to the house. Well, he kind of rumbled, bumbled, and stumbled. Just kind of rolled over in the end zone. But he got it done. And Houston was on the ropes. They looked like they wasn't ready. But then in the third quarter, everything turned around. Yeah, they start firing on all cylinders. They got on their bike, pressed that gas pedal, and start revving things up. Homeboy takes the kickoff return in the third quarter for a touchdown. That broke the game wide open. Talk about revenge games. Last year, Tulane won in a shocker. This year, Houston repaid that in full and embarrassed these guys. It was a laugher in the fourth quarter. I was laughing. I was hoping for more, just like in a Dodger game. Yeah, watching the Dodgers last night. Stayed up all night, woke up late. They were still scoring. I guess not. That's why we got a clock. That's why we got innings. Tell these guys to go home. Put it down and go home. It's time to go grab a beer. Speak. That sounds like a great idea, doesn't it? Who doesn't want a beer right now? Raise your hand. That's what I thought. Drinks on me. Just send the tab, send the bill to uh, Trump Towers. R.E. Bar tab. Sure, Mr. Trump would like to see that. Mr. President Trump, excuse me. What's wrong with this world? What's wrong with these spreads? We're going to take a look. But first, before we look at the spreads, because I can't find my... Oh, there it is. 
I have a little device that actually shows me all the spreads and, and everything. It's pretty cool. Breaks these games down for me as I break them down. Yeah, really cool. Does everything but uh, give me the money after I win. Let's talk about a game going on tomorrow. The Canes, the U versus Clemson, the champs. No, they'll always be the champs. I know LSU won it last year with a huge victory, and congratulations to their Heisman winning quarterback. But uh, Clemson, these boys, they'll always be the champs to me. And the Canes are playing them tomorrow. I feel like I feel like people are a little fooled right now because they think the U is back. I keep hearing stuff like the U is back. The U is gone and the U ain't coming back. Matter of fact, administration packed that U up in the package and sent it to Antarctica and buried it and then put a time bomb around it in case anybody tried to bring them back. U's not coming back. You guys, go ahead and write the obituary or bury something in the yard or something. Those guys are gone. Those days are gone. Yeah. These guys you got right now, they're just the Miami Hurricanes. That's it. It's just the name. And they got to play a real football team tomorrow. And the Clemson Tigers. Clemson's got a bunch of big guys, and they're real mean on defense. And they got a quarterback who's thinking about becoming the next greatest of all time. How do you deal with that? And their coach, oh, I forgot about their coach. Guess what? He loves to win. What are you going to do, Miami? What are you going to do when there's 11 wild dogs on defense coming after you? Somebody play me a song. Somebody get me a beer. All right. We'll be back. Talk about these spreads. Uh. Uh, yeah, 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 we up in here, in here, we up in here, we got some college football, up in here, yeah, that's right, can you tell, I'm excited for the weekend, can you tell I like football, just a little bit, I try to hide it, it's hard, uh, like I said, Miami, it's gonna take a visit to Death Valley, and take on the Clemson Tigers. I'm looking at the spread right now. It varies. It varies. Excuse me. 15 and a half, 14 and a half. That's not good. If you like Miami. Let's look inside the numbers. Okay, on the season. We got Miami and Clemson both at 3 and 0. They're both undefeated. Miami is undefeated against the spread also. I'm pretty sure that's mostly as a favorite. This might be their first time as an underdog. And the team they're playing does not mess around. At all. So, let's dig a little deeper. Check out the last game. 2017, last time they played, December 2nd. Clemson at home, 12 and a half point favorite. Final score, 38 to 3, Clemson. Game before that, 2015. Clemson on the road this time, going.
going to Florida to play the Canes in South Beach. Trust me, you don't want to go to South Beach and play the Canes. Oops, I forgot. This isn't the 80s or the 90s. Well, final score in that game was 58-0. I don't see a spread for that game. I'm sure there was, though. I just don't see it. Uh, do I need to go any further? No. That's five years of history right there. That tells you all you want to know right there. Problem is, I don't like this number. I don't like 14-point spreads. I especially don't like 14-and-a-half-point spreads because what Vegas is trying to do, they want you to buy that extra half point to bring it down to 14 just in case it's a tie and you get your money back. These guys are evil, evil geniuses. I don't like it. Looks like a blowout, though. And this ain't no trap game either. This ain't the Bucks and the Bears. This is not that game. Sorry. But it looks funny. I just don't like 14 and a half point favorites unless the team is actually dominant over the other team. Like all their guys are just better than the other guys. And you need to ask yourself that. Just like I'm asking myself right now. Let's start with the quarterback. Let's just... Let's just do it. Let's go. Let's compare. Fuck. Oh, excuse me. Hope I can edit that out. Let's start with the head coaches. Let's go. We're going to. We're going with Clemson. Excuse me. Yeah, Dabo Sweeney, head coach of Clemson, definitely better than that other guy over there who's coaching the Canes. Quarterback, Clemson, most definitely. I already told you, this guy's the next Peyton Manning and Tom Brady rolled into one. No, he's not. He actually can run, too. So who's that remind you of? This guy's out. This guy has wheels, and he can throw. He. Okay, how about the running back situation? I've always liked Clemson's running backs. Miami used to always have the top-notch running backs in their backfield because guys used to want to go and play for the Canes. That's not the case anymore. Going with Clemson with the running backs and the offensive line. Just off the top, I'm not even doing any research for that one. I know Dabo. I know how he gets down. This team doesn't win without an offensive line. You don't score points without an offensive line. So I like the 14 and a half. I'll lay it. This is a 24-point 24, 24 beatdown right here. Clemson's going to win by 24 tomorrow. But I don't make predictions. So don't quote me. Okay, you can quote me. Send me some money if you win. Donate to the cause. Special cause right here. It's what's wrong with sports. I'm going up against the big boys. Yeah. All those guys with degrees and fancy suits and all the little... Their little diction and perfect pronunciation of everything. Yeah, that's what I'm going up against. All these multiple syllable words telling little puppets. Because I'm not under contract. You can't tell me what to do. This is my show. And this is what we're doing. I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with these guys. What's wrong with sports? If you guys got anything you see wrong, let me know. 
You see a ref make a bad call. You think a guy could have tried harder? See something fishy out there, you let me know. I'll look into it for you. Okay. So we talked about the game that I wanted to talk about. There's a whole bunch of other games going on. And you know what? Just too many games. Way too many games for me to sit here and talk about. And I've already talked about the main game. That's a top 10 matchup. Miami versus Clemson. And you're about to see the difference. Well, I mean, there is one other big game this weekend. And the two teams are not that uh, spectacular. But yeah, the RID. The RID. Let's start that over again. We got a game tomorrow between two schools who hate each other. And they call it the Red River Rivalry. And it's going down. And it's tomorrow. And it's a two-point spread. And the spread opened it up. It opened up at two and a half. Oklahoma favored. Because the odds, odds makers don't think Oklahoma is going to lose three times in a row. And I'm with them on that. Totally 100%. I cannot see OU losing three straight games. But this is a rivalry. And things will get heated. And the other team in Texas, Longhorns, they do want to win this game badly. And they have the better quarterback. I don't know if they have the better team, though. If Oklahoma wakes up, gets their heads out their butts, they'll put up some points in this one. It'll be a nice little shootout to watch. But if I put all my little, oh, they're not going to lose three games in a row, and oh, this guy's better than that guy stuff, if I just look at the numbers and I look at what I'm seeing right now, I don't like what I'm seeing from OU. I don't like the fact that this team has lost two straight games in their favor. I don't like that. And the number went down. And it's a two-point spread. Can easily go the other way. Texas can easily win this game. So let's dig a little deeper. What happened last year? It's 2019 last year, I believe. Texas came into this game 11-point dogs last year. Lost the game 34-27. The over-under for that game was 77. I'm not great at math, but I'm pretty sure 34-27 to 27 doesn't equal or is greater than 77. Year before that, OU favored by seven. Won the game 39 to 27. So the last two matchups have been won by Oklahoma. Oklahoma has some pretty standout teams those last two years. Pretty great freaking teams. This might be Texas's year. That's how I think it. That's that's what I'm talking about right there. That's how you should think about this. This is a rivalry. The other team does want to win. They will get their chance this weekend. 
and I'm pretty sure they're fired up about it. Because if I got my ass kicked two years in a row, and I came back stronger the third year, you definitely best believe it, baby. I'm eating my Wheaties. And I'm bringing my lunch pail. And I'm saying my prayers. So, we're just going to run through these spreads right now. I'm just going to tell you what I think. Uh, NC State at Virginia. Virginia's nine point. Virginia's a nine point favorite. I don't really like NC State at all. And I don't like Virginia being nine point favorites. That's that's supposed to be a blowout. If you think that game is a blowout, you take Virginia. Virginia Tech at North Carolina. North Carolina is strong this year. They're five-point favorites at home versus Vitech. I like Vitech to upset, upset special. LSU on the road, 13 and a half. That's what I'm looking at right now. Over Missouri. LSU is not impressive this year. Neither is Missouri. Missouri would love to win this game. I'm pretty sure Missouri is going to come out strong. I don't think they're going to win this game, but I know they want to keep it close. I can't side with LSU because they're the national champs and they're a little overhyped right now. So if you like underdogs, that might be a nice home dog for you in Missouri. 13 and a half point dogs. They could get their asses handed to them. I hope I can say that without getting penalized, without losing sponsors like Tiger Woods. After his infidelity. We've all done it. We're all men. Okay. Don't act like you're better than Tiger. Just because his stuff got broadcast on the news. You're not. Eh, sorry. You're a guy too. We're all guys. And we all freaking mess up. Not one, I don't know one guy that doesn't mess up. What's next? Oh, Florida. At Texas A&M. Oh, yeah. I like this. I like this one. <laughs> okay, this number's been bouncing around six, six and a half. We don't know what they're doing. It's moving around too much. That means money money is changing hands in this game. People have strong opinion on who's going to win this game. Well, let's check this out. 2017, last time they met, this was at Florida. Florida was not that great of a team that year. They struggled on offense. Texas A&M had some fast guys on defense. Florida had a nice defense also. That game ended up being 19 to 17. 2012, they played at Texas A&M. Score was 20 to 17, Florida. So the one in 2017 was won by Texas A&M. The one before that in 2012 was won by Florida. They've all been close games, okay? They've all been close games, and this is a six-point spread. That's why this line's dancing around. A lot of people think the underdog is the play here. That's not a bad idea. 
you make the choice. I'm going to enjoy watching that one. South Carolina at Vanderbilt. South Carolina is a 13-point favorite over Vandy. And I don't know why, because I'm not used to seeing South Carolina this big of a favorite in the SEC. So what does that say about Vandy? Well, Vandy doesn't have a win on the year. Vanderbilt is 0-2, but guess what? So is South Carolina. So I guess this is South Carolina's get-right game. Because South Carolina is 2-0 against the spread, and you better take note of that. South Carolina is 10-0, their last 10 versus this school in Vanderbilt. They're also 2-0 against the spread the last two times out versus this school. Last time they played was 2019, South Carolina at home, 14.5 point favorites. The game was 24 to 7. Let's do the math. 24 minus 7 is 17. I just did math. Thank you. Can I get a freaking applause? Jeez. Thought you guys had my back. I know you have my back. Just messing around with you. Who cares about math? Who needs math? I got Google. I got a smartphone. Who needs math? Go ask your mama. Sign your mama. All right, we got Duke and Syracuse. Man, this looks stupid. Duke is favored on the road at Syracuse by two? Huh. Good luck with that one. I like Syracuse. Upset. Tennessee and Georgia. Everybody and a mama is on Georgia in this game. Georgia has a shutdown defense, veteran leadership at quarterback, a winning program, defensive-minded head coach, I think. And Tennessee's kind of a joke in their own conference. Kind of rebuilding. They got a nice running back. So what? The dogs... These dogs bite. They don't just bark, they bite. Yeah, I think Tennessee gonna go home limping in this one. That's not gonna look that's this could be one of those 24-7 games right here. You might be looking at. Uh trying to trying to find something. Something out here. Something, something. I wonder if Iowa State's ready to play. They got a game this week weekend at home versus Texas Tech. Iowa State's 12.5-point favorites. They just had a showdown last week, and it was an upset special. Usually the team comes out flat the next week. I would take the halftime underdog in this game. They might come out slow. Texas Tech might have the lead at halftime. Texas Tech is a live dog this weekend. Last time they met, 2019, Iowa State at Texas Tech. Texas Tech was a seven and a half point underdog. Final score was 34 to 24. Iowa State won that game by 10. Year before that, Texas Tech on the road at Iowa State. Iowa State favored by three and a half. 
won the game 40 to 31. Again, covering the spread. 2017, Iowa State on the road at Texas Tech. Six and a half point favorites. It's almost what we're looking at now, except it's reverse. Well, I mean, Iowa State's at home. That's where you want to be. Score was 31 to 13. Uh, if you see what I'm getting at right now, it doesn't look like Iowa State is afraid of Texas Tech at all. So I was thinking upset special. I could be wrong. That's why we dig a little deeper. I can definitely be wrong. And I probably am. See, the public right now is on Texas Tech because of the reasons I just told you. Iowa State had a great game. Oh, that feels way better. I'm talking straight into the mic now. <laughs> I'm over here looking at spreads. Yeah, uh, it is possible Iowa State can win this game going away. Or everybody else is right, and Texas Tech keeps it close. Might take it to overtime. Might lose by seven. Might be a 10-point win. That's not what the history books say, though. History book says that Iowa State is ready for this matchup and ready to knock down these bowling pins. <laughs> ready to strike. So, uh, let's see. Anything else? BYU at home, 35-point favorites, blows. Who cares? Boston College at home, six-point underdog. I will take Boston College for 200, please. Just That's just off the top. Yeah. Auburn in their get-right game right here. They just got their heads handed to them last week by the Georgia Bulldogs. This week, Auburn's at home versus Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas, they're like the doormat of the SEC right now. I think Auburn is about to get right this weekend and it starts tomorrow well it starts it started last night for me but yeah i'm sure all the big boy networks talked about all these games i'm talking about they probably agree with what i'm saying but what they're not talking about is is this Oh, they're not talking about Temple at Navy. They're not talking about this game at all. What if Navy shows up? What if the cadets are ready to do battle this weekend? We just saw this spread in the NFL. A two-and-a-half-point favorite move up to a three-and-a-half-point favorite. We saw that with Tampa Bay versus Chicago. And this is almost the identical exact same scenario. Nobody thinks Navy can do it. Navy has looked like garbage at times this year. But they're the home team. They got something to prove, just like Chicago did. Might be upset special. Let's look inside the numbers. See what it says. Okay, this is Temple's first game of the year. 
Navy's already played three. We saw what happened last night. Tulane came out 14-0 lead. Okay, it took the other team a little while to wake up. Temple is not Houston. They do not have the weapons or the offensive coach that Houston does. And Temple won the game last year. 24-17. They're five-point favorites. And the year before that, six and a half point underdogs at home won the game 34 to 26. Okay. Okay, so three years in a row, they beat Navy uh, pretty handily. <laughs> and this is their first game. Navy better come to play. Huh. This one just got tougher. I think the public agrees that Navy is the play here. And they just might be. But are they getting enough points? It's only three and a half points. It's not a lot. It's not like Temple has to play their best game of the season to win and cover. So... I'll go against the public on this one. And I will take Temple. I'm going against my own pre-notion. And that's it. We're done here. We're done talking about spreads. I'll be back. I got something to say. I'll be back. Yeah, okay. We're back. Welcome back to What's Wrong With Sports. Okay, I know I said I, I had something to talk about. It's been a real hard week. What's wrong with this crazy world? You know, I mean, sports is bad enough. But what's wrong with this world when, when people are dying and getting killed and getting murdered out there? And we're just turning a blind eye to it. We're acting like it's not even happening. We're so worried about paying our bills that we're not aware of the blood that is being spilled. Families being torn apart. Kids being left alone. Loved ones not knowing where to go or where to turn. We're all connected. But somehow, we're all falling apart. So what I'm talking about is Armenia and the Armenians being heavily persecuted. It wasn't too long ago that a million Armenians were executed in their own country by Turkey. They were actually hanging people on crosses like Jesus Christ. So it's not like people were just getting shot in the head and were dying. No, these people were paying the ultimate price. Why do you feel this way about Armenians? It's not funny. It's not cool. They're people too. Why? Okay. It needs to stop. It's not cool. They have their own country. And it's being taken away. It's not just being taken away. Lives are being taken also. Blood is being shed. 
lot of thousands, hundreds of thousands. I mean, if there was a natural disaster going on somewhere in the world, doesn't America usually chip in and hand something out to these guys? Just for some like tsunami or a hurricane? There was like 200 people that died in a hurricane in some country. We'd be the first ones to help. Well, there's a million Armenians dying in their own country. And it's not by God's will or any natural causes. Why not the same effort to help? Just a little bit. We're supposed to be America. We're supposed to stand for something. And we're giving it up for everything. We're over here spending $600 for a phone. When it doesn't even take but $20 from each person to help out a small country. In need of somebody having their back. Because this isn't right. And sometimes in life you just need to look at things and say, is this right or not? And if it's not right, it needs to stop. This all needs to stop. What's wrong with you people? Do you only care about what you wear? Do you only think about what you're trying to drink? When you're at home, are you chilling in your dome? Do you not care what's going on? from here to Rome, then to Africa and Antarctica and Canada and Mexico, what happened to South America? It's a crazy world. You can't cover it up with mascara. Armenians are being slaughtered. We are America, we should stand up for these people. I'm sure the taxpayers wouldn't mind. Not even a little bit. Matter of fact, I feel like kicking some butt right now. Send me over there. Who doesn't feel like whooping somebody's butt right now? Let's all go to Armenia and stick up for the Armenians and kick some butt. We're Americans. We're supposed to kick ass. And we're acting like a bunch of nerds. We look like geeks right now. All we care about is some stupid computer and putting our face in a phone to play some stupid app that plays at some dumb game. That's so dorky and nerdy. There's actual problems going on in this world that need our immediate attention. What is wrong with our country? Armenians matter too. And I'm going to say by the looks of things, Armenians might matter a little bit more than blacks. Because they're about to be extinct. And it's a brother at every corner. Come on, let's get it. Let's go. Let's stand up for what's right. Let's do something for somebody else. Stop caring about ourselves. Let's go have somebody else's back. Something we could brag about later, man. I want to be able to tell my grandkids, yeah, we stuck up and kicked somebody's butt and we beat up the bully. I like beating up bullies. 
I used to fight bullies as a kid when I was in school. Fought more than one. I might look like an easy target, but you don't want to take me twice. You don't want to take me on twice. In fact, nobody has. Except for my older brother. He used to kick my butt all the time. Not a problem for him. But if you're not him, you better watch out. And you better help Armenia. Everybody needs to get down with the Armenian thing. It would be great to see Black Lives Matter stand up for Armenia. That to me is a political statement. That to me is a strong statement right there. If you're Black Lives Matter. Because you're telling all the guys that said all lives matter, saying, hey, yeah, we know that. That's why we're here. We're Black Lives Matter. I want to see that. I want to see us rally the troops and come through. Let's give this movie a nice ending for once. This is What's Wrong With Sports. I'm Andre Johnson. Later.